You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. I think it's a pretty good idea, but the internet is completely split on how they feel about this. There's a mommy blogger out there saying, we should stop paying our kids to do chores. Basic chores that they should be doing anyways, like cleaning their room, picking up their clothes or their toys, taking out the trash. This mommy blogger says, why are we paying our kids to do these simple chores that are life lessons that are going to teach discipline? They should be doing that anyways. They're a part of the household. But instead, this mommy blogger says, if you want to give your kids some money as an incentive, do it for positive things like hobbies or sports that they're doing really well at. Not to pay them to go do sports, but to give them an incentive when they do really well. Much like some people pay their kids, uh, you know, a little something here or there when they do really well in school. That person's never had a job they hate. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Not everyone loves their job. I don't yeah, know about exactly. this. I think that's backwards to I, me. I, I think, think it's backwards. a great idea. Personally, I, I think it's you, weird. Man. Good morning, Virgin Radio. What are your thoughts? Or I agree with Turk. I don't think that you should be uh, paying your kids to clean their room. Appreciate the call. Thank you. And uh, Virgin Radio. Hi. So I was just calling to weigh in. So yeah. I refuse to pay my kids anything for any chores or whatnot. So both my parents are ex-military. They were in the service for 18 years. So they never paid us for any chores we did. That was our job. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, welcome to the Virgin Radio Podcast. Turk, Megan, and Alice, what do you think? My kids, and I have four, yeah. okay, they have to do chores, and they do not get paid for it. Yeah. And they have to do sports, and they do not get paid for it. Yeah. I do give them an allowance, though, and I teach them money management and savings, but I do not buy them hardly anything anymore because they're older. You know what I mean? If they want to spend their money on going out, fine. But they have to do those things regardless, right? It's not, it's not money. Everything else is expected, period. Here we go. And uh, Virgin Radio, welcome to the show. No, absolutely not. Do I think you need to pay them for their hobbies? Like your last caller said, you are paying out the butt for them to do this in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's a privilege. So I don't think that necessarily you should be paying for that. But the way I explain it to my kids is obviously I wait until my kids are a certain age. Yeah. But just like a business, our house is like it runs. Like you need effort. You need work. Everybody needs to pitch in. Everybody needs to do their job. So, no, I'm not going to pay my kids to make their bed and sweep the floor. That's, that's, you need to do that in your family. Like, sure. you need to help out. But as they, as they get older, just like they would in a job, I'm going to pay them for being a part of the team. Sure. I'm going to pay them for putting that effort in with the family. Like, my oldest daughter babysits. I never used to pay her for it. And then she came to me and said, hey, like, this is a lot of work for me. Um, you know, can, can I get something for this? And I said, absolutely. You know what? Let's sit down. Let's talk about this. And let's see what you feel your value is. Right. And so the babysitting whole- is a job, which that yeah. totally makes sense. Um, that they get that, older, that yeah. young teenager is taking on a job now. You know, and mowing the lawn could even be considered a job. Yes. People, you know, yes. kids go around the neighborhood and they make a little money off of mowing the lawn. They, it's it's absolutely. like a little business. like. You know, uh, back in the day, uh, I don't know if kids do this today. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but back in the day, like a paper a paper run, like where you throw the newspaper out, that was a job. But like cleaning your bedroom 
and you know, like sweeping floors or cleaning up after yourself or picking your, your clothes up off the ground. Like that's not a job. That's uh that's no, a life and, lesson. And it's not. No, it's not. I'm your parent. I'm here to teach you how to be a normal functioning human being. Yeah. But when it comes to more effort in our family, just like a job, a job takes effort. Yes, if you're gonna babysit, if you're gonna mow the lawn, if you're gonna help me build a fence, if you're gonna do those kind of things and, and learn value and learn responsibility like you would in a job, yes, I'm gonna pay my kids. I like that. And you know what? It could become a hobby, believe it or not. Absolutely. My kids love being outside in the yard with me. That's one of their favorite things to do is help me garden and help me build and stuff like that. All right, let's go ahead and go through the list right now. It's the top PDA that annoys the hell out of people. Uh, For anybody joining the show, in case you don't know what PDA stands for, it's Public Display of Affection. And there's 10 on this list, so we're going to go backwards 10 to 1. I'll probably stop midway. And so we'll probably do this in two breaks. You guys ready for number 10 on the list? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is it holding hands? Do you find that annoying? Because I I don't find holding hands annoying. I don't find it annoying at all. That's why I'm thinking it's the very last. Yeah. Well, I I see. I don't think that. Jesus. I was about to say, I don't think that would have made the list, but it did make the list and it's not last. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people holding hands? Uh, There's nothing wrong with people holding hands. Get over yourselves, people. If If you're hurt by that kind of PDA, then... Then you got you got issues to think about on your own there, okay? <laughs> don't 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 put the problem on those couples holding hands out there. Think about what what's bothering you more. They're having fun out there. At number ten, staring at your partner for far too long, looking <laughs> deep into each other's eyes. So, but who? These are people from the public noticing that this bothers them. Well, like yeah, I mean this is the this is the PDA that bothers people in public. Yes. So yeah, if okay. there was a couple downtown sitting at the waterfront just gazing into each other's eyes, other people would be like, "Ooh." It is kind of gaggy, but like whatever, do what you do. At number nine, a peck on the lips. I don't understand how that's bad. A peck. Yeah, I don't understand that either. <laughs> number eight, proposing in public. People hate when they see people propose in public. That doesn't bother me. It's whatever. It's exciting time for them. Yeah, exactly. Number seven, using pet names in front of other people. Ooh. <laughs> that can hurt. <laughs> if it's if it's overused, it is so cringe. Little schmoopy. Even <laughs> even if you say Pookie babe <laughs> every five seconds, I can't stand that. At number six, one person sitting on the other person's lap. That's all right. Um, I, I it, don't it depends see. On, yeah, it, no. It, I wouldn't do that at my grandmother's house. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I honestly, I don't really see anything wrong with a lot of these uh, that we've gone through so far. We'll go into number five, then we'll pause there, we'll play some music, then we'll come back and we'll do the top four. Uh, touching their butt. <laughs> That's at number five. If I see somebody grabbing somebody's ass, I'm sitting there going, good for you. Yeah, like, I mean, if it's just kind of resting there, too, like, whatever, that doesn't bother me personally. Sometimes you can be like all up in it though, like that. That might be yeah. a little too far. Remember, there are children around. <laughs> That's what yeah, I whoa. picture with resting, Megan. Don't don't look <laughs> at your partner like they're a puppet. Okay, don't don't be up there trying to like move their jaw and stuff with your your hit, your elbow deep in that. <laughs> all right, now we'll be back to go through the rest. Hang tight. All right, let's round up the top five here. Okay, actually, we already did five. That was touching the butt. <laughs> um, okay, welcome to the show. It's the most annoying PDA. This, according to the public, they don't like to see this type of PDA out there. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Now we're getting into the top four. And here's where holding hands come in. At number four. What? Wow. That is way too high on a list. What? On a top ten list. There's nothing wrong with holding hands. I don't no. understand how anybody could have an issue. I don't even understand how that would ever make a PDA list. Same. 
same. I don't find holding hands a PDA, really. I guess same. I guess it is a display of affection, but you could hold hands in any situation. Yeah. All right, number three, putting your hands or your arms like around their shoulder, like you're just kind of hooked around their what? shoulder, just hanging there. You know. That's number three. That's number three. So imagine like you're talking to a couple, and he or she has their arm around their shoulder, and they're just kind of standing there holding each other while speaking to you. Those people that hate this shouldn't go to a movie theater. Does this happen a lot at a movie theater? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the classic at the movies. Oh, classic date date trick, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, at number two, talking to each other in a baby voice. Now, this kind of makes sense. Ooh, yeah. Baby, oh, that is the cringiest stuff. Baby voice out in public, come on. <laughs> we know better. Like, what's up, baby? If you were asking me, like, baby voice <laughs> and, like, pet names and stuff like that, that would be in the top two, three. I, I personally disagree with Megan on the whole babe thing. I don't I don't find babe. Uh, I don't too find, much of it? Well, I don't find babe being a pet name. I think a lot of people will call their partner babe. Uh, yeah, it's but just, too much of it. At the end of every sentence, I had a couple friends. They were a couple. And even when they would fight, they'd be like, babe. Yeah. Babe. Okay, yeah, that, I babe. mean, that might be a little too much, but like, oh I, my personally, God. I personally don't reference my partner by her name all the time. I'm not like, Leslie, come here. I'll be like, hey, babe, can you pop over here real quick? I might say that instead of her name all the time. Um, but yeah, there. I guess there is too much. At number one, you ready for it? Let's hear it. No idea what this list. No, we haven't even heard of any tongues yet. Openly making out in public. There yeah, it is. Okay. Number it is. one on the list. Listen, we got a text here. Uh, I wanted to share this text because I think they're pretty bang on. Uh, if you just joined the show, we were speaking about PDA. And it was like a top 10 list of PDA that upsets the general public. Like, they just don't like to see these types of things happen out there. Um, and it was just like, in my opinion, it was a stupid list. Yeah, we were expecting like full on, like hands the down the raunch. pants, making out, tongue out in public. Like, that's the kind of stuff I was expecting. Soft porn is what I was expecting. Pretty yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, you, know, you know, they had things like holding hands on that list. Like, stupid. Right? I see nothing wrong with couples holding hands. I love it. Same. Honestly, I love it. Like, I say, hold your your, your partner's hand all you want. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even mind a peck on the lips. Like, what? How did that make the list? Like, full on making out. Maybe that might be mm-hmm. a little too much if you're in a full mm-hmm. public area. Maybe if you're like jamming tongues down each other's throats and stuff mm-hmm. like that, swap and spit. Yeah, um, it's too but much. That, that, that's probably too much. But a peck on the lips. That's how it was listed. A mm-hmm. peck on the lips. Ain't nothing wrong with kissing your partner in public. I, I see Those people, the people that don't like that, they don't want to see a kiss at all. Sitting on laughs made the list. So anyways, I just wanted to go to uh, this text message. I don't know who texted this, but uh, I think they're pretty bang on. So I'd like to share that. Alex, can you read that one? The scale of public affection? Yes, please. Is no longer measured by inappropriateness. But more so on jealousy, other people get jealous when they see it. I kind of agree. I think totally uh, agree. I think if you have a problem with some of the PDA, quote unquote, that we just went through on this this list, if you have a problem seeing partners or couples doing that or people doing that in general out in public, I think the issue doesn't lie with them. It lies within yourself. Oh, yeah. I've sat there. I've sat there on bad days. <laughs> Like in my car, saying there's like a cute little couple across the street. I'm like, oh, we, we, we. oh just hate, no, like, <laughs> just hating on them. Like, why they gotta be so happy? Why they I've gotta totally be so happy? Like, you get good me. Like, whatever. You're in a relationship. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe step one is get off Tinder and actually go meet somebody nice. Yo, I'm off Tinder. You'll be back on tomorrow.
<laughs> Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, so it was just like yesterday, I think, or, or the day before, when I spoke about these people who take the surveys. Remember, I was like, yo, they must really be running out of material when it comes to the people who conduct surveys. What's mm. the survey now? Because I think to myself, like, how did that get approved, right? Like, you, I feel like the process is you got you to come up with a study that you want to do. And then you got to go to the boss and say, here's what I want to do. And then the boss has to go, yes, that's what? good stuff right there. People want to hear that. What bosses are saying yes to all this garbage? I'm not even going to spend much time on this. I'm just like blown away that this is even a study. Like we, <laughs> I feel like we've always known this. What? Big waste of money. The board game that's most likely to start fights? Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> we know that. We've discussed it many times. Alex has experienced it. I have friends that have experienced this with their families. There ain't a family out there that hasn't had a fight with Monopoly. We get it. I just don't understand <laughs> why they did a study to find it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wonder how much money all this stuff costs I when guess they do these studies. The one thing out of this study, pretty interesting, is I can tell you what other board games came in, like, second, third, fourth, fifth. Yes, please. Yeah. These are the games that start the most fights. Monopoly, number one, of course. Uno at number two. I love Uno. Sorry at number three. Love Scrabble it. at number four. <gasps> That's my favorite. Jenga at number five. Who That's gets the in worst a fight? game of all time. Who gets in a fight over Jenga? It's fun. Also, that's J- the worst game of all time. You just spend half the time is cleaning up. Half the time is cleaning up. Jenga. Jenga is a lot of fun. Sucks. I, I, I quite enjoy it. Jenga, the simplicity of the game, but I've never seen a fight over Jenga. Yeah, what are you Me fighting either. about? <laughs> now we got a debate. <laughs> <laughs> Megan wants to have a battle. No. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Uh, welcome to the show, 101.3 Virgin Radio. It's Turk Megan and Amateur Alex. If you're just joining, they did a study to find out Monopoly is the number one board game out there that starts fights. We already knew that. We didn't need a study to know that. But what's cool that did come out of the study was the other games that create fights in order. So they say Monopoly is number one, Uno, Sorry, Scrabble, and Jenga. That's the order of the games that create the most fights in the family. And through that, there's been a bit of an off-air discussion on which game is better, Jenga or Scrabble. Yep. Jenga all day. I feel like Alex and I are going to lose this one. I feel like Team Team Megan's going to win. I don't know. As much as I love Scrabble and I have my friends that I'd love to play with, I also have my friends that are like, I hate that game so much. I don't know why you love it. Um, so personally, yes, it's my favorite game. You guys hate it. You love um, Jenga. I hate Jenga. So perfect battle. I don't understand how you hate Jenga. Because you have to clean up half the time. when it, Once it falls over, then you're just picking up all the dumb blocks. Megan, that's called resetting the game. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's annoying. You I just re- don't like it. You have to reset every game you play, right? It's not so, like that, though. Oh, come on. It's not like it's like all over the house. My mom's texting me right now saying, want to play Scrabble? Her and I play a lot together. Love you, well, Mom. See, Ask your mom Scrabble. if she wants to play Jenga. With Scrabble, <laughs> is it not equivalent to reading the dictionary with friends? <laughs> not at all. Because you put down a word like mazard, and then everybody goes, what's that? And you're like, it's a type of cherry tree, and it's then you a move word. on. <laughs> <laughs> if you use that one before, then you got to look it up. Yeah. Let's get back into music real quick, but you can let us know which one is the better game. Right now, Me. we're trying to figure out. Is it Scrabble or is it Jenga? So Team Megan is Scrabble. Mm-hmm. Team Turk and Alex, we're Jenga. Woo. Okay, let's go ahead and check in right now to find out which one of our teams is winning this battle. We are battling which game is better. Team Megan? Team Megan? <laughs> Team Megan? <laughs> I need a little more coffee in my system. Uh, Team Megan says Scrabble is the better game. Woo. Team Turk and Alex say Jenga. 
We're going to look into the text right now mm. to find out what our listeners are saying. A one-time check-in. Alex, you're going to let us know which one is the winner. No right gloating. Now. Good sportsmanship. Let's go. Alex? Jenga wins by three. Oh, yeah, oh! baby! In your face! In your face, Megan! What's up? Take that in your face! What? <laughs> oh! You guys can have that silly Woo! game. Have fun cleaning up every Jenga! five seconds. Woo! <laughs> This is the Virgin Mornings Podcast with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. Also heard live on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Headline reads, the name Karen could be going extinct. This was done in the U.S. You think about the population of the U.S. 300 million? 328.2 million. That many people in the United States. Only 325 babies were named Karen this past year. But, like, okay, I'd be curious because even before before all this Karen stuff started happening and it was, you know, turned into what it is, Karen has already been, it's an old school name. How many baby Karens did you know? My mom even says it herself as a Karen. She's like, how many baby Karens do you? I've never met a baby Karen in my whole life. Yeah, it's traditional. How long before it's completely gone, though? I don't know. I think we got to bring back the Karens. We got to do something for the Karens out there. <laughs> I agree. We can't let the Karens go out this way right now. The name has been drugged through the mud. We can't. We can't. No more saying stop being a Karen. We got to stop that, okay? Let's, yeah. Let, hey, a couple of people out there who's pregnant right now, please name your child Karen. Yeah, maybe let's just stop being a jackass. You if, don't got to give him any one name. If we can get about like 10 people to name their child Karen, we can maybe start to revive this. You know what I mean? Okay. Perfect. Any pregnant people willing to take this task? <laughs> All right, guys, I dove deep. For what? How deep? For Karen. I, I dove deep for Karen to find out what was going on. When was it popular? Where is it rank? I've got all the information. So, Karens, listen up. Your name is about to become extinct if we don't do something quick. Mm. We're going to lose Karens. We don't want to lose Karens. We need our Karens. So, we need people to start naming their babies Karen. Karen peaked in 1965. That's when it was its most popular. Now, this study comes out of the United States. America That's when got... my mom was born uh, that exact year. Wow. 1965 was when your mom named Karen was born? Awesome. Yeah, she'll text me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's right. In the United States, they got almost 33,000 new Karens that year. So most Karens are probably in their 50s right now. Yes. The name has been falling in popularity throughout the years. So in 2000, it was ranked. 153 as most popular name. A decade later, 10 years later, it would fall to 248. What's even the point of having those numbers go so high? Now, 2021, it is 831. It is just declining. Out of what? Like, out of how many names are ranked? Is it like 1,000? Like, how high does that go? Do you know? Well, it just says soon it's going to fall out of the 1,000. So I don't know how high that number goes, but Mm -hmm. I know that Number one is most popular, and right now it's 831. What's number one? Do you know right now? Turk. (laughs) 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 You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio.